0: Is Jesus Christ Superstar 2000 sounds kind of like a bad sci fi original movie, which is honestly what I would have preferred. Cut the confessions, forget the excuses. I don't understand why you're filled with remorse. All that you've said through with a vengeance it's sort Come of off, you can make maybe the argument for sci-fi well it's got like modernish clothing i mean for 2000s which was like 2000 was just like 1992 but worse and then God, that's so true yeah and then you've got like these weird monks who control everything these priests who control everything and sure. there's like no sunlight i'm saying they're on a spaceship wow that's actually a very hot take <laughs> That's I think the best take we're going to have about this version um they're on a spaceship that is trapped in the year 2000 the worst decade of fashion <laughs> but nobody knows how dates work and so they're like maybe we're also in the year 3 BC they no they're not in the year three that's when Jesus was born yes right? see I know stuff now yeah but okay uh, Okay, he's a, I get it. He's, it's, it's, he's a 33-year-old. 30, 30, 30 <laughs> 36 BC, then? Would that be? No, it... he'd be, that'd be 30 BC if he was 33, because that's how math works. <sighs> that's not Okay, that's not how math works. That's how the bullshittery that is our system of measuring dates works. Okay, okay like negative numbers are a thing. I, don't lecture me about number Hey, do you remember how, um, a couple days ago we were talking and like we were like, How much do you think it costs to ship a motorcycle out west? And we both said simultaneously our first thought, which mine was one hundred, which was low balling it, and yours was three thousand, which was high balling it. But it turns out it's about six hundred, which means I won, and your defense was, Well, my answer is closer to our average guess. So, And for those who might also be bad at math, such as I am, it turns out that when you have two numbers and you average them, they're the same distance away. It did take me actually a long time to figure that out. (laughs) You did have to explain it to me. But we're here to talk about Jesus Christ Superstar, the 2000 version. Yeah, so here's the thing. We were going to do a smorgasbord of different Jesus Christ Superstar tasters for our finale on Jesus Christ Superstar But then we realized that 2000 would take up a lot of time to discuss because we had a lot of things to say. I have so many feelings about this version, and I think that you do too, based on the hotel notebook full of scribbles that you have collected in the past hour as we just skim through clips of the musical, which we did watch the whole thing. We're just giving ourselves a little refresher. And it's, like, weirdly compelling and weirdly easy to rewatch. Yeah, it is weirdly compelling, but... In my humble opinion, it's also kind of bad. I have to disagree with you on that one, just in terms of, like, it's not kind of bad, it's extremely bad. It's extremely bad. I was trying to just, I was like, no, I don't know if we're gonna shit on it, but if we're gonna shit on it, let's do this. It's, okay, here's the thing. Here's what I'm gonna say, because I'm gonna say this up front. First off, this is a mini-episode, there's not gonna be an ounce of theology in it. This is just a hot take on Jesus Christ Superstar two thousand two, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh my god, it. yeah. This was actually probably the most fun that I had watching any version, because it was just bonkers. Also, I was kind of drunk when we watched it. That <laughs> helps. Yeah, I didn't have the emotional weight of waiting to see if my best friend was gonna like my favorite movie musical. I didn't have the emotional weight of waiting to see if Ben Daniels was gonna trip and fall on stage. <laughs> so for this one, it was just sort of an experience, and I had never seen it before. Amelia had never seen it before. We were, I was gonna say stunned into silence, but we literally never shut the fuck up. No, we did not shut up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so let's talk about, let's talk about just what, what we just saw, what we did see. Uh, firstly, Jesus has cargo pants. That is crucially important to introduce first thing. biggest cargo pants. They're so big. And not just like Jenko jeans, big pants that ain't touching his legs. They aren't, but... They don't exist in the same dimension as his legs. No, he's storing extra legs in there in case he needs them. But they also have the most massive, bulging cargo pants side pockets at the knee level. And it's just like, what were we doing in the year 2000s? What were we carrying that we needed (laughs) that big pockets? And in Our our huge brick cell phones, (laughs) that's what it was. That's true. Jesus has a flip phone. Uh, Also crucially important is the fact that Simon has frosted tips in a pointy goatee. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna throw my brother under the bus, but to be fair, he was a 12-year-old when this is... Okay, what? He was 12? You you mentioned something about this right before we started, and I'm, like, afraid about where this is going. Yeah, so I've recently bleached my hair. I was just gonna say that you should tread carefully about shitting <laughs> on your brother's hair when you had just done that. I've recently bleached my hair, but I haven't- I didn't properly bleach it because I refuse to invest money in any product, so I buy $10 Faria L'Oreal And it usually gets the job roughly where it needs to be. But Matt full-on bleached it bleached because he really wanted frosted tips. Oh my god, no, Matt. And we couldn't figure out how to frost only the tips, so we just bleached all of it and said, we'll wait. (laughs) I mean, that's... (laughs) Whatever works, right? (laughs) And he got where he needed to be. Did he need to be there, though? Well, he had frosted tips, and like Simon, he did have that camo tank like Simon, uh, (sighs) with the sleeves cut off like Simon. (sighs) And he had big old baggy 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 pants like Simon. And he's also a very small lad for much of his life. Like a small a smallin, so he's tiny and he has glasses. And um I just wish that I'd bullied my older brother more. <laughs> Honestly, I wish that I had known you back then so that I could have also bullied your older brother with you. My question is, though, did he at any point hoist a giant machine gun in the air while making a face like he was either in pain or having an orgasm simultaneously? Because that is definitely a thing that happened in the Jesus Christ Superstar 2000. I mean, who knows what 13-year-old boys do in their free time. (laughs) He did once get his, uh, go to the haircuttery request to get his hair trimmed, but not cut off, and they cut off every single one of his frosted tips, and he didn't go to an official haircutter ever (laughs) again to the present day. Oh my god, that is so funny. Like, A, the fact that they expressly went against his wishes, because they're like, no, we're gonna- (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna destroy this evil while we have the chance. (laughs) And the fact that your brother was so scarred by it that, like, 15 years later, probably. Yeah, 15 years. Including haircuts usually by my mom when he lived at home. But on one memorable occasion, he gave two of his friends, he gave each of them a (laughs) pair of scissors, and he told them to race to the middle. Oh my god. I I also did that remember yeah I, was... I also haven't been to a hair cutting place in like four or five years yeah so... they took off a little extra yeah they took off like an extra inch of my fucking foot and a half length of hair and I felt bad because you were clearly on the verge of tears and you're like look how sh- look what they did to my hair and like <laughs> I could not I did not know what they've done <laughs> and I'm trying to be supportive but like you haven't told me yet what they've done were we on the phone at that point no I was in you were on your bed Oh, and I was like standing and being like, oh, it was. Did De- they insult you? It was definitely different lengths, though, on 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 two different sides. I will take your word on that one. I bet yeah. it was. Speaking of bad hair, uh, Judas was horrible, though. Judas was so bad. Judas. Was the worst. And the problem is, if Judas is bad in your musical Jesus Christ Superstar, you have a bad production. Yeah. Because he's, like, the first song and the last song and the song right before Act 1 ends and also probably the protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. And this Judas was just so shitty. Like, so shitty. Hated his voice. Hated, hated, hated every interaction that he had with Mary. Horrible. At one point, he grabs her arms and throws her down the stairs. And it's also like, hey, Jesus, do you want to maybe intercede in this? Do you want to, like, I know you have, like, your verse coming up, but I think once the staging has changed it so that, like, this woman is being assaulted in front of you, Yeah, you don't have to punch Judas. I know punching's not your thing. But you maybe don't have to let him finish his line of the song, like... Yeah, and there's also, like, just some gross stuff where, like, Judas, like, mimes, like, maybe I'm the one bringing ball-tickling to the gesture. Okay, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he does, like, this, like, I know that she amuses. And he's, like, doing this. Oh, my That's ball-tickling, right? You can't see, but I'm I gently did, tickling I my didn't fingers. I did pick up on that. But now that you say it that way... Also, just, like, looking at this Judas, he just looks like the kind of person to mind ball-tickling. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something I'm gonna say for him, though. Some fucking stellar background acting on his part. Oh, my God. The, I think, honestly, one of my favorite things about this version is all the facial expressions that happen throughout. Yeah, and Judas, I'm gonna say, Judas, I hate Judas whenever he's singing. God, yeah. When he's reacting to stuff, he is my favorite character. Because when he's reacting to stuff, it's like fair. You know like he's just like kind of constantly exasperated with everything and I'm like man me too what the fuck is happening yeah. Jesus gets a couple good ones he rolls his eyes extremely hard when Judas starts singing at one point which is very yes. fair they just decided what if Judas was an annoying piece of shit for this production and what if it was like here's the thing it's like the most sensual kiss between Judas and Jesus in this one like it's a good it's a good in and I love their I love the interaction they have As Judas is betraying Jesus and Jesus and they're like Holding each other. It's a good touch But then it's almost like they're like Hey this is the year 2000s. What if we Made sure that everyone knew that Judas was still very straight It literally feels that way where There actually was pretty good chemistry Between Judas and Jesus despite the fact that I hated both of them (laughs) Um, But then it's like after every good moment they have There's like this corresponding thing Where they have a bunch of scantily clad Dancers and a lot of close-ups on various parts of their anatomy Mm -hmm. and like them draping themselves all over various male characters namely judas and it's just like why do we need to be shown this again yeah it's like the 70s version had that but maybe it's because i've seen it so much that it's like i'm numb to it but it's also like it's not really sexy exactly i was just thinking that like the angels in the 70s version, you know, they have, like, these feathery bras and, mm-hmm. like, kind of short stuff. But it feels, it, like, the way that they dance and the way that they are presented, it does mm-hmm. not feel necessarily sexualized, yeah. you know? It's, like, like it's not... revealing, but it's not supposed to be really sexy, necessarily. No, they're, and, and, and also, they're not in, like, it's the difference between a bikini and a vinyl cat suit. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. like, the angels in this production are in vinyl catsuits. Yes. Vinyl mini-suits. Exactly. With a close up on the ass. Yeah. Like, so many close-ups on the ass. Like, and, and again, they are, they, they're literally, like, groping Judas for, like, half the song. We're gonna get back to that last song, because I have things to say about it, but I also want to be, like, on the idea of close-up on ass, which is just, like, it's a weird, it's, filmed production of stage productions are always really weird to me when you don't have an audience and you redo it to be shot like a film, Mm -hmm. but it's on, the theater set for me—it's just the worst part of both genres, <laughs> where it's like you have the big acting necessary for theater, but cl- the terrible close-ups of a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, that's what I like so much about Jesus Christ Superstar Live. There was an audience, and songs end better when there's applause. Yes, especially musical theater. Yeah. So, uh, speaking as we were a few minutes ago on facial expressions. Another crucially important part of this production was, in fact, Pilot, who, uh, how would you describe his costuming in this, Sarah? I said what I said. You said what you said, but maybe say it again. I said he looks like a, what was it? Uh, A fascist leather daddy? Yep, that was exactly it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's pretty accurate. So honestly, this pilot kind of set the bar for me on pilot's introduction because he literally is introduced naked in bed crying. And let me tell you, that gave me some hope for how Ben Daniels was going to enter the stage. Unfortunately, he was fully clothed and not crying. Fortunately, though, what he was fully clothed in was Extremely uh, more good. than acceptable. Also, <laughs> under no circumstances would I want anyone I respected to wear the outfits that Pilot wears in this. Oh my god, literally like a sculpted chest plate that looks like so many abs and like... Sculpted on abs, which is always a look that says, I requested the abs. <laughs> uh, and he enunciates every single word. So stupid! strongly every syllable what i love is he looks like uh, he looks like a child's drawing of a man <laughs> in his silhouette form oh he is God. just the and and, I, and it's a credit to the costuming because i think they do a really good job fascist leather daddy and all <laughs> Of he just cuts such a strong militaristic presence yeah of like big old fucking shoulders this tapered waist and this flared coat, but he just sort of looks like this exaggerated Yeah, he's like cartoon. caricature almost. Yes. Yeah. And then his face, like, and not to keep bragging on it, but it's like, because it's like, you're right, compelling was the exact word. I was like listening to him and watching him and I was just like, I don't know if this is good, but I can't pause it and I can't look <laughs> away. It's like, and I, I will go to bat for that pilot. I enjoyed the hell out of that pilot. Oh, I enjoyed it too. I'm saying. I also just saying. <laughs> enjoyed the priests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. Um, I really liked this Anis actually. He's oh, did just, you like? Did I you did. like Anis? I did. I Your did. favorite I did. character? I did. I did. This guy's head was so shiny. I loved it. Every single time that he said something, I just like I don't know, was I, happy. <laughs> I can't believe you've come out of multiple viewings of Jesus Christ Superstar thinking, you know who my favorite character is? Really, what about that seems unbelievable to I you? I love the annoying little twerp who sings like a dick. Yes, exactly. <laughs> What's his uh? What's his theatrical role? Well, sometimes Caiaphas needs to seem respectable, so Annas is there to be shitty. Hey, that's my career goal. <laughs> Can I say something important about Pilot? I don't want you to. So Pilot is first shown mm. with okay, not first shown. He's not. He doesn't keep the riding crop with him in bed. Unfortunately. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he's, I know what you're. He's shown. When we first see him in his fascist leather daddy uniform, he is in fact carrying around a riding crop. And the moment that I saw that, I was like, is he gonna personally whip Jesus with a riding crop? Oh my god, and he did not. I'm gonna just let you guys down right now. He does not personally whip Jesus with a riding crop. We did notice on this playthrough that he does slap his arm gently with the riding crop. It doesn't look that gently. It looks unintentional and like Jesus wasn't expecting it. (laughs) I think you mean it looks unintentional. An actor who played Jesus has some stern words with the actor who plays Pilate after the filming is done. (laughs) I was very disappointed about that. Yeah. The live show could have really righted that wrong. Also, it would be interesting to have a pilot who personally whips Jesus. Yeah. Just because pilot is trying so hard to distance himself from the responsibility. Yeah. Being like, but to keep you vultures happy, I'll flog him, which is never how the line has been delivered, by the way. (laughs) But I guess to keep you vultures happy, (laughs) I'll flog him. (laughs) I mean, okay, hold on. Do, Do your best pilot right now. Like, best as in... Do what? Do the pilot you want to see. I'll do... Can I do my version of this pilot? Yes. But to keep you vultures happy, I'll flog him! That was very good. It was very good. <laughs> that was very good. Oh, boy. Boy. Couple... There's just two more things I want to say really quick. You know what, Let me just run down over some real quick bullet points for you. One, dramatic counting is always just going to be hard. Yeah. You know? Two, love how this pilot is having a full-on crying jag. Every pilot is having an emotional breakdown by the time they're done. I'm pretty sure this pilot literally rubs his face on Jesus' he face. He does! <laughs> he does! He does! He does! What? <laughs> that's a crazy thing to do in front of the crowd that's begging you to kill him. I know. There's, uh, Mary has a good outfit, but unfortunately she has to constantly interact with this version of Judas, yeah, so God. that's rough for her. Caiaphas's deep fucking low voice in every single production is unsettling. Yeah, um, it, like, hits those, like, infrawave sounds, or whatever they're called, <laughs> where they're, like, they, like, instinctively activate your hindbrain or something. You just make your asshole fall out <laughs> in a bad way? Yeah. Yes, 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 there's no good way. Okay, nurse, please explain it. I don't know, I panicked. I wanted to clarify it was a bad asshole (laughs) Uh, situation. Kind of racist. Yeah, that's literally, like, in my notes. The temple scene is, like, literally instantly all of the people who are supposed to be, like, evil and greedy are, like, coded as vaguely Middle Eastern looking. Yeah, which, if you're thinking, well, that's just in one scene, that won't come up again. (laughs) There's also when Jesus gets arrested, all the men don fedoras and trench coats, which is horrifying. Yeah. But all the women don hijabs. Or maybe just head coverings, but, yeah, but hard to tell at a glance. It's yeah. not like they're turning to the camera and being like, don't, it's, weird, it's normal. Like, don't worry, this isn't a stereotype. <laughs> and it's also, it, it's like, you know, head coverings. I believe Jewish women during that time would have worn shawls. I'm saying this incredibly hesitantly because I don't actually know, but there's a tradition of head covering in Judaism. You know, I, I know that's exists There's a tradition of head covering in the Middle East. It's weird they'd choose these moments yeah. to be the moments where would be like, let's really, no, put the frost. Put the frosted tips away. This is Jerusalem in the year 33. Also, if it's not Jerusalem in the year 33, again, they're just crucifying a dude in the year 2000. Okay, let's dig into that, because in the 1973 version, we have the frame narrative of, like, okay, it's a bunch of hippies in the desert recreating Jesus. Weird thing to do, but moving on from that, this one has no frame narrative. They just crucify a man in the year 2000, and there's no explanation as to why. And, you know... We let the live show get away with it, because it got pretty abstract there towards the end, as he floats off into literal heaven, or a warehouse in New Jersey, one of the two. They just sent John Legend away (laughs) on a train. (laughs) But they also just crucify a man in ostensibly modern times, which is wild. Which is wild. But that's not really the thing that we want to talk about, about the ending of this show. Yeah. (sighs) Ain't that the mood. I hate, I really truly hate, and was actually furious about the way that they did the last song, Jesus Christ Superstar, which is so, it's not that hard to slam dunk that song. Yeah, it's kind of, the song itself is kind of a slam dunk. It's the title song. It's actually musical. Those are, (laughs) those are, (laughs) listen, there's not a lot of catchy songs sometimes in this musical, according to Amelia, who says that but who's also had songs from Jesus Christ Superstar stuck in her head literally every time we've hung out for the last three weeks. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe, and you know why that's been awful, Sarah? Because they're not musical. I just have <laughs> words rattling around in my brain that don't sound good. Tell okay. the rabble <laughs> to be quiet, we anticipate. Pizza riots! That's not even the tune. Okay, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving so, on. So, what happens in this version of Jesus Christ Superstar, the final title song? Well... Break it down for me. You know how they, they took a bold reimagining of Judas from start to finish. And the start was, <laughs> what if he was a dick? And then the finish was, what if he stayed a dick? <laughs> yeah. I mean, his arc is basically. Eh, oh no, I made a mistake. Uh, I'm back again. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing. He shows a lot of. He shows he has enough regret about what he does to kill himself. But then the final song, he's basically, he is, he's taunting Jesus. Yeah. He is taunting Jesus. He's standing on the cross. He's showing Jesus a picture of the the Bible and then tossing it away. He's, like, making these weird facial expressions in Jesus's face, like, while these latex devil figures, like, sexy devil women, gyrate around him. Also, he's wearing red instead of white, which is just, like hell coding yeah which is here's the thing this judas ain't going to heaven oh yeah this judas is not but it's a weird final song to have like there's no rebuttal afterwards yeah jesus just dies yeah so the kind of the final note is like this unambiguous mockery yeah and listen i don't want to sound like i'm look i'm dick hard from 1973 version oh are you really a little bit huh. uh-huh Weird. I thought you hated it. (laughs) But I think there's something genuinely powerful about ending it on this sort of triumphant questioning. I agree. Yeah. As opposed to this sort of vicious mockery. As he says it, he literally taps his head, like, while he's looking at Jesus. Like, you dummy. The Kind of the only mystical thing that happens in Jesus Christ Superstar is Judas coming back to sing. And that could easily be Jesus, like, what he's just thinking about. Yeah. You know? Or, or in the frame narrative, you have the really easy thing of, like, this is what the hippies have been working yeah. on for the last six months. They hired a crane with the last of their money. <laughs> <laughs> so if this... If Slimy Boy coming in to sing at the end is Jesus' imagining, that's still a bad staging. Because you don't have anything else that comes after it. Yeah. There's no redemption at the end, really. Yeah. And, like, Jesus' arc really ends at Gethsemane. Yeah. And so you need other characters who are going through dynamic changes. Pilate basically has to carry the entire climax by himself because Judas doesn't have any growth or change. Yeah. But to be fair, Pilate has the broadest shoulders in the world. That is true. So he can carry carry this production. Let's say one nice. Let's say one more nice thing each. I did actually think that the emphasis on like mass media in the like staging mm-hmm. and production of it was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I liked that element of it. I guess it had a cool visual element, and yeah. I think if you're going to do the modern version, I mean, if all you're going to do is have them in cargo pants, that's kind of wasting it. So yeah. you might as well. Yeah. I oh no I picked oh no I picked this but I couldn't. <laughs> No, there's stuff I liked. I really liked Mary. We're not talking about her much. She was just like, I don't know, the parts when she was on screen were like bearable and therefore boring. (laughs) That's the thing. She was literally so good and her voice was so good And she was a good actress who was naturalistic, so it's like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah, Sarah and I, like, the entire time we watched this, we were just making fun of it, and then whenever she was on screen doing stuff, we were just, like, quiet. Because we were just like, all right, this is fine. (laughs) This is, yeah, (laughs) this is not what we're here for. (laughs) And that's the thing, I kind of wish she'd been played worse. So, anyway, those are all my thoughts. Um, This Judas is a little twerp, and also, he and Jesus, when they stand next to each other, look like my nightmare casting for Good Omens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, no. Okay, that's... Honestly, I hate the casting for Good Omens, it is the real one, but I'm glad that you said that, because that's worse, and I take comfort that that, that's not what happened. Honestly, like, OG Leather Daddy pilot can kind of get it. Well, anyways, uh, I'm... You know what? I can't even fucking... Did we ever that's say our fair. names? That's fair. We didn't yeah. say our names. No one cares who we are. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and Ben Daniels did hear me describe him as a glitter leather daddy. So that's fun. It's too bad Ben Daniels didn't have the sculpted chestplate. It's too bad he didn't have the writing crop. Imagine... Okay, yes, also. Imagine if Ben Daniels had the sculpted chestplate, but with, like, a little pop belly. <laughs> Because he's not actually trying that hard. <laughs> I want a pilot who has the energy of Herod from 1973. Oh my god. That's... Okay, how would that even work? How would how would he wash his hands of it? Well... I wash my hands <laughs> of your self-demolition. <laughs> Die if you want to. Oh my god. We're a libertine paradise. (laughs) Anyways, this mini-episode has already gone on at length, so if anyone cares, I'm Amelia. I enjoyed myself. I'm Sarah once again, and uh, we've all made mistakes, but not as much as every single note that Judas hit during his sad song. Except that he didn't hit any of them, so... (laughs) Uh, we're gonna do Theology I Love You Goodbye! Goodbye! That was Judas. Christ, I know you can't hear me, but I only did what you wanted me to. Christ, I'd sell out the nation, for I have been saddled with a murder of you.